the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Feels funny to be working again if you call this work, because I haven't, well, let's see, I was here last Saturday, but other than that, I haven't done much for over a week, <laughs> literally. <laughs> well, I know uh, some people that go to work and not do anything at work. Well, I know. I, 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 do, I do plenty when I work, but this isn't work. I heard the... Don Curtis say that you were the hardest working person you had here. Really? And, and that does, yes, I heard that. Uh, Good my gracious. Own, my own ears. <laughs> so you ought to take that and put it in the bank. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I try. How many, how many, I got plenty to do during the week. How when many I'm here. news shows do you do a day? Uh, 23 newscasts, which, you know, unless you've done them, you're not, you may not understand the concept, but it's, uh, it, it keeps you busy. And, you know, I'm doing stuff in between and, and just trying to organize things and moving from studio to studio and remembering which station or which network. So I do for the network and for uh, two or three stations, too, just so, uh, separate ones. So it's a little bit to keep up with, especially when you're old. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's the same when I was younger, too. So it's really no difference. His but, nose um, is growing long there. He looks at us. Yeah, I know. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm in the same category. Y'all are y'all. Y'all seem young to me. And uh, brother Rufus Edmonston is with us, and and you're obviously you're well and fit this morning. Back on this red checkered shirt. Yeah, that's good. So, do you have a nice nice holiday period? Just, just lovingly boring with my dear wife. Now I'm not. I don't mean that the way it sounds, but uh, you know, no you, stress. You you don't have uh, friends and family over for the first time ever. You can remember, it's a tough one. People have to go through it, and we do what we got to do. Yeah. Well, Phil Campbell's here. So, Good morning. We're so glad to have you. Well, I'm just I'm happy to be keep here. The, you kind of keep us in line and. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Phil owns uh, Campbell Road Nursery, and y'all are closed right now. We are. We'll uh, the retail part will open back up in probably in about a week and a half. Okay, good. Something like that. Glad a week to hear and a half, that. two weeks, something you, like that. Do you have a nice 
Well, you haven't really had vacation, have you? You never. I did you work lot. all the time. Uh, well, I haven't done much up at the uh, up at the nursery. The pansies are uh, the new pansies are coming along really well, but I've been doing a lot of cooking. I cooked again yesterday and cooked. I've never for really Christmas heard Day. you talk about cooking. Oh, I've been. Cooking. She's a good cook. I bet so. Oh, lordy, <laughs> I cooked uh, the day before new, uh, Christmas Eve, and then a lot. I Cooked a lot on Christmas Eve, and then cooked the turkey on Christmas morning, and then uh, yesterday I cooked uh, black eyed peas, and uh, Carlton and David love stricoline, so I cooked some black eyed peas, stricoline, um, made coleslaw. We had uh, you know all the all the good stuff. We had black eyed peas and turnip salad last night, and uh, ham, country ham and biscuits. Ooh. Mm. Y'all left out the collards there somewhere. I didn't. Uh, well, I, I like uh, turnip salad. Yeah. Uh, uh, turnip mustard give, greens. Sometimes collards give me indigestion, so I usually go with turnip greens. Turnip and mustard Tur- mi- Turnip mixed. and mustard mix, yeah. yeah. They're good. As long as you don't make me eat kale. No. Nah, they'll, I don't they'll know like that kale. I've ever, ever eaten any kale, but I'll take your word for it. I'll, I'm going to stay away from it just because you, <laughs> you said it didn't taste very good. It's a kale of a green. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> kale's, so I, kale's pretty good if if it's fixed correctly. I mean, there's a good kale salad at a couple of restaurants we go to, hmm. so it's it's very good. Has walnuts and kale and how about it's, that? It's good. It's really good. Put some strawberries well, there in we, there. there we disagree on a very important matter. Well, I don't know how you how I'll, you how I'll you fix, fix you kale. Some. You fix them so I can eat them and not love them. Okay, I'll I'll get you some of that kale salad. It's good. Little vinaigrette or something over. You put enough vinaigrette on it. Oh yeah, anything like peanut butter, <laughs> vinaigrette. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just didn't realize you were you had time to cook, but you like to cook. I like to cook. I just don't always have time to cook. What's your I What are your specialties? Cook. Do you have your specialties? Well, I love cooking like the Thanksgiving and Christmas meals. I love doing turkey and dressing and. What kind veggies. of dressing do you fix? I fix just um, I, d- I don't stuff my turkey. I do the dressing in a in a pan and then bake it. So it's, you put uh, is it cornbread dressing? Or? I do corn. I put some cornbread and some of the um, some of the herb season, uh-huh. and then. Um, just put eggs and uh, chicken broth and that sort of thing. Yeah. Now my mother, I, love I don't know where she. I, I really don't know where she got it. I, I'll have to ask my sister if she knows. She she crushed up premium saltine crackers. Yeah. And added uh, a couple of eggs. And we never had turkey. We always had uh, baked chicken. And she'd put the the chicken broth in that. Right. And it's a kind of a mm. souffle. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. I just I just pour mine out in a pan. It's about I guess about inch and a half, two inches. It's a little crispy on top, but it's uh-huh. it's really good. Yeah. And then my my mother in law made made it with uh, it had cornbread in it. I know, and it had had some gizzards in it, but it was wonderful. I just just loved it. Sometimes um, our son in law Kirk likes uh, oysters, and so and I like oysters, but. I fix once in a while. I will fix oyster dressing. Yeah, I draw if I've the got line some there. Good oyster, if I uh, got good oysters, not, mm, yeah. <laughs> I love a lot of oyster lovers in my family. But uh, at any rate, a uh, little little cooking, uh, cooking and gardening go together. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, I've always, I've always yeah. felt like it. It did. Now you mentioned pansies. 
Have pansies had a, a good season, or have they just no. been as mixed up as the rest of us well, by the weather? Too much the weather um, or the wet. Too much rain. <laughs> yeah, it's too much rain. They're staying wet all the time. Just about the time the beds dry out, just a little bit. It, here comes another rain, and mm-hmm. I know we need the rain, but um, it's not been a good a good time for pansies. They need some really nice sunny days. I noticed the ones when I was uh, turning off of Capitol Boulevard. They look pretty good, but. The beds that look the best, and I, I know this it sounds like I'm repeating this over and over, but it, it needs repeating. The beds that look the best, <clears throat> excuse me, are the ones that are, that are raised. They're, when they um, prep their beds, they made them raised, and uh, they get to dry out more, and they don't ever sit like in a little pond of water. So if you can keep your beds raised somewhat about probably – I mean, at the high point, probably about a foot. It sounds like a lot, but starting at the, you know, around the outside edge and just mound it up, um, it'll they'll do a lot better. They have a chance to dry out more. So, um, is there a way to to salvage what you have uh, that's been affected by the wet, or should you get new? Or well, a lot of people are going to have to are going to have to get new ones because it has been so wet and the the uh, beds are not prepped correctly with the right soil and the right um, the right height. So you may just need to start over. Sometimes it's just easier to do that. Uh, if we could get some, if we could get a break, and it looks like we're going to get a break this week uh, until next weekend, you'll be able to maybe salvage some of them, put some blood meal on them, and bring them back around. What kind of soil? You mentioned the right soil. What 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 do you well? Prefer? You need a you need something that's going to have uh, air, it, let air flow through it, and and like when the wind blows and that sort of thing, it doesn't need to be heavy, like a real heavy soil, like clay, a lot of clay, or um, any heavy topsoil. It needs some. Uh, it needs some of the lighter soils mixed in, even some perlite mixed in with it or some uh, processed bark uh, mixed in with it. You have to make sure that the bark is processed and not green. But you just need to make it light and fluffy, but not too fluffy. I mean, it's it, there's a – you can just <clears> – like it's, it is kind of like cooking, actually. You can tell when your dressing or your biscuit dough is too yucky. Uh, you can tell when your soils – is yucky. You just take your hands and and go through it, and if it's if feel if it feels light and fluffy, then it's it's probably going to be good for your pansies or any other plants. Actually, and it's hard to find fluffy soil right now with it. Yes, so wet. it is. Yes, so. it is. But you need to get something with some peat and perlite, just the right right amounts of um, of all the ingredients. Mm. Okay, I, I like to not plant my pansies in the fall of the year. And stick with it as long as I can with the, the the begonias and the impatience, and then we go to the snaps that you gave me, mm-hmm. snaps and uh, dianthus, and then wait till early spring on my pansies. Hmm. So I I don't follow the well, usual. It's kind of a different concept. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, speaking of food, <laughs> which you were a while ago, I got this wonderful lady. Yes. Oh, get back to food. A okay. letter from this wonderful lady named Cindy Pierce. Uh, down around Fuquay, and she was reminding me of years ago when I was attorney general, some some 30 years ago, of her grandmother, Ms. Annie Johnson, 
who I referred to as Big Mama, had a boarding house behind the governor's mansion and served these wonderful meals at lunch every day. And it just was such a beautiful trip down memory lane. And she... Uh, so it was down in Oakwood or right No, on, it was right, right well, on Well, yeah, Street? right behind the governor's mansion. Right on in, in Person Oakwood Street, huh? Is Annie Johnson. How about that? And it was just, uh, I remember several times Bob Scott ate there. Uh, mm-hmm. Other people ate there. And one time they were talking about uh, closing her down. And I remember I made a little, a little plea to the city. They said that she didn't have quite room enough. And it was a small little kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I remember going down there and pleading with the city manager to leave Miss Annie alone. <laughs> because she, she fed so many of us people that needed that wonderful yeah. meal. So I was just reminded that this gracious letter that I received, and and, and she is also a, a very fine fan of the Weekend Gardener. Well, good for her. Knows Thank our you. friend uh, Nelson very well. Yeah. And said she heard about my cookbook on that, and so I got her a cookbook. Now I'm 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 out right now, so some of you want one. We'll do a. And this is a cookbook from 30 years ago. A cookbook from 30 years ago. <laughs> we're out and we're going to do a second printing at some point. That, that had to do yeah. with the attorney race for uh, attorney well, general race or for governor. 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 Race okay, for governor yeah. in 1984. Yeah. It has a lot of pictures of me of a very slim Rufus Edmonds, <laughs> about 180 pounds. And we can put about 35 or 40 onto that right now and, <laughs> and, then, and get the true picture. After eating all the stuff in that cookbook. But I thank uh, Cindy Pierce for this wonderful letter. And while, while I'm at it, let me thank another person here, uh, Heather Aldridge. She left with Phil some seeds, some four o'clock seeds, where I had mentioned on the show at, at one point that I, I loved four o'clocks, you do but indeed. I had no tricolor. And so she left some tricolor seeds. And so I want you to know, Heather, that I have planted them. If you if you get a four o'clock seed within an inch of the ground, it'll, it'll grow. Doesn't it's, matter if it's a wet ground. They huh? come up. Yeah, no, it doesn't right. matter. Not with a four o'clock. <laughs> and she said, thanks to the, the show and all the people that you and Mike have on the show. Yeah. And I'm an avid lister and just love it. And also thank you for the my Rosa Sharon you gave me at F H H F F F H. What would that be? I don't know. H F H. We'll have to. Uh, Bless you. Well, that wouldn't be the farmers market. I don't know. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. That runny nose. Yeah. Been trying to catch it for twenty five years. <laughs> so I, I would love to know. Uh, if any, first of all, does anybody ever remember Miss Miss Annie Johnson's boarding house? I'm sorry, I didn't eat there. I, we we had a boarding house like that in in Nashville, and and a wonderful and wonderful food that came from there. But and does anybody know what what Heather is talking about when she says that I gave her a, a Rosa Sharon at H F H? Now that's some remote that we did, and I just it stretches my memory. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But anyway, those are the two people that I wanted to respond yeah. to, uh, Cindy Pierce and, and Heather Aldridge, and thank them. Yes, thank you for uh, for listening to the show. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here in WPTF. It's 822.
For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Yes, indeed. And uh, we, we begin our 36th year here on uh, the Weekend Gardener. Uh, 76 uh, for, for our gardening programming on WPTF. Uh, 919-860-9783. Miss Ann is, uh, will, should be back with us next week. She and her husband have been enjoying some vacation and uh, yeah, they, uh, here and there. Uh, 919-860-9783. Mike Rayleigh here along with my friend Rufus Edmonston and my other friend Phil Campbell sitting here, Campbell Road Nursery. And, uh, you know, you you were talking about the pansies and building up the soil. And um, now I, I, in the Highwoods area, they have had uh, some really pretty pansies over the years and really built up. I mean, you, you get a lesson and lesson in that. And I think this fall you remarked about um, how well they uh, had done. In fact, they were out in the dark, right? Uh, you know, in the last few yeah. months putting those out. So um, I think you can get a lesson by by coming by Highwoods. But you know, some of the commercial beds are are certain. <clears throat> yeah, but they are. They, you know, it's um, I, I guess it's I guess it's a real art to, um, well, to have a good raised bed. That the other thing that you could do right now too is is clean your pansies up. Just get, um, if there's any spent blooms on the pansies and if there's any, if they have gotten, the, the leaves have gotten yellow or, um, you know, with all the rain, it's leached all of the soil out. I mean, all the fertilizer out. So you have to be careful with all of that. And so um, what you want to do is get keep them cleaned up from any type of fungus on the leaves and that sort of thing. And that'll, that'll help too. So... Um, you just need to keep the pan, keep the weeds out so they don't have any stress from any competition there, and then um, give them some some blood meal or some fertilizer, and just keep them going. Very good. Yep. Well, David is with us in Raleigh. David, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Happy New Year. Uh, I've started to notice the problem. I've got a bunch of encore azaleas around our house uh, condominium where. Uh, we got to plant it in uh, back last winter, uh-huh. and uh, starting around November or so, it just seemed like it was like a sudden explosion of yellow leaves yeah. all over all of them. That and, uh, that you'll find that in in a lot of of in most evergreens, all evergreens. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just that they are are getting rid of some of the old leaves, and you know, for the most part, uh, yeah. in in this case, I, I don't think i'd have to see them but i, I yeah. think that this is just the natural process i notice that every year and it, it alarms people uh especially yeah, with azaleas it seems like it's about you know, at least half the plant uh, yeah it almost looks like yeah. things just gonna yeah die out. it will but there, you'll you'll notice that uh, you probably if you look in there you'll notice that there's some some more buds uh new leaves coming in and you, i've got uh, the same thing david you and, will get and i'm leaves. not worried about yeah. it. it okay it's at least half of it and especially the encores, right? All right. Yeah, you know they're hard to, especially the encores. On, uh, I do have another problem on some of the azaleas, almost like a white tracing on the that's, uh, green leaves. That's uh, lace bugs. Lace bugs. 
Okay. Yeah, and they're there if you look on the back, that's where they usually are. And I don't know what we used to use Saigon, some type of uh, pesticide that would kind of get into the system of the plant to kill those because it's kind of hard to to kill a bug on the back of a leaf. It's yeah. kind of hard to spray up. Yeah, you can take, spray. but if you take a sprayer and and they're not just too too uh, tall, you could take a sprayer with some dish detergent and get on the back of those leaves. It'll help too. David, if you want to hold on, we'll uh, talk some more with you if you have any other questions. No, that should pretty well take care of everybody. All right, David. Thank you, buddy. Happy you, Happy New Year. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Miss Ann is on vacation still. She'll be back with us next week. And, uh... Got uh, Phil Campbell with us, along with uh, Brother Rufus, 919-860-9783. I know that I knew that that would come up today because I've started noticing, once again, the annual uh, evergreen shedding of the leaves. Mm -hmm. You you notice it more on azaleas. Right. Yeah, you do. I mean, camellias and things like that, they look great right now, but yeah, I don't know what it is, but... They, I guess maybe because it did get down to, what, 20, 21 degrees, too, and that probably brought it brought it along a little bit quicker. Yeah, they look like they're just going to die right out, but they, if you'll watch, they'll grow right out on the on the ends of those stems. Well, just just think how hard the Encore Azaleas have to work. Mine bloom most of the year. To bloom they, don't all the week, time. they don't get a season off, do they? No, they no. don't seem to. I, I'm amazed. Uh, what a wonderful plant. Mm-hmm. They are a great addition to the landscape. There are more and more colors. If we could just get camellias to do that. <laughs> of course, you can do the japonicas. And the, they're blooming uh, more and more. I mean, they're yeah. blooming earlier, it seems. So well, do we I have know- japonicas blooming in, in October. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, some of, the, some of the varieties. I don't have as many japonicas. But do we see the yellow leaves on... Most other things, many other evergreens. I mean, we do some on hollies. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah they, um, a lot of the evergreens just say, um, starting in November, have to drop those leaves in next. Well, it's like the Christmas trees. People, uh, when they get a Christmas tree, they go, "Where are all those needles coming from?" When we do the shaker, and they the needles die up next to the trunk of the tree as as, as the new ones come out they lose the ones uh, close to the trunk and if you right. look on a just look on a giant oak tree uh, it doesn't have leaves up next to the trunk and so most most uh, plants are like that most evergreens but um yeah they're i noticed uh manandinas and things the same way um and some of the um some of the evergreen, like we've got a live oak type tree that doesn't. Well, it's not a live oak, but it doesn't. It doesn't drop its leaves until, like in the spring. But it's really dropped leaves early this year. Well, what tree so is that? It's the well, the beach tree is. Oh, the but beach, then there's yeah. a there, then there's another oak, and it's. I hate that I don't know the name of it for sure, but it's some that Carlton and um, some of the people over at NC State planted them down at the phosphate. At, um, down at Aurora, 
They had some trial. It was like a mix uh-huh. tree of oaks, and it was not a live oak, but it's something very similar to a live oak. And those things are um, – he, he brought a couple of them home that they had left, and we put them out, and they're just gorgeous, but they have just started to lose their leaves. Well, we've got to find out the name of them. You'll have to call oh, Carlton during a, a break or I think one of them is like a shoemake or something like that. It's, they're, they're crossed, but I'll see if he can remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's kind of interesting, people. I love the live oaks. I do, too. And, they're uh, so The contortions of the, of the limbs and so forth. I have uh, my winter suite. It's just blooming like crazy, and I, I meant to bring in some, some of the blooms this morning because they smell so good, and you can smell it all over the yard. But the leaves are bright yellow, and they're, they are still hanging on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, the, I have a couple of them in the yard, and they're, they're very different varieties, but uh, the, leaves, the leaves are yellow, and it just looks funny. It does, and my edge worthier. <laughs> It finally, finally yeah, they mine, finally dropped their leaves. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mine, <clears throat> so mine, I can watch the blooms now. So I, that I was can't good. ever think of the name of that beautiful plant, and I was calling it everything in the world last week on the show, and somebody reminded me that it was Edgeworthia. Yeah. yeah. Chinese paper plant. That's it. Yeah. Those are really pretty in the. About this time, they're really starting to pop out now. The blooms. I call it the chandelier plant. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Bunny toes. That's what Pam Beck calls the little <laughs> blooms. Mm-hmm. Bunny toes. So, uh, at any rate, it's uh, it's interesting, and we need uh, we need always to. I love the the winter landscape, the colors and so forth. I love getting out and walking. Even yesterday, or you know, all the days we've had with the rain, I get out and walk, and it uh, it's it's gorgeous. It really is. But we need things to uh, liven up the landscape in, in addition to camellias and so forth. There are a lot of things that bloom. How, how are your Daphnes doing, Rufus? Or are you down well, the I, Isn't that amazing? I was just going to say that the Daphnes are now bulging in, yeah. uh, in their little redness. They, they turn out to be white, but they, they look like they're going to be pink. And I think they're about three weeks away. And uh, I haven't suffered any... Serious illnesses. I even with that. all of the, even with all of the rain. Yeah, I, because they, they don't like wet feet. Uh, the, the the four that I have are surviving. I have one that I got from Phil years ago. Left it in a pot, and it it it's doing just fine in the pot. I just I threw it out beside the house and let it go. Are they still hard to get yeah. for the re, in the we, retail industry? Nobody has any right now <clears throat> that wow. we know of that That's we can not find. Good. No, I'll be interested, you know, um, I guess a few weeks ago when I was on, this guy had some that he had rooted, so I'll be interested in hearing <laughs> back from him oh, yeah. he's a, when he, he tries to transplant those right. and see what happens. It's just, uh, it's really sad because they're, uh, I love to smell Daphne. It's a nice plant. The hurricane, I believe, uh, the last big hurricane we had yep. a couple of years ago destroyed the uh, the crop of Daphne Jason that- yeah Jason one of the guys that we get some from mm-hmm. he he lost all of his cuttings down uh, down in Johnston County so that was that yeah. was serious yeah so, apparently he supplied them for a lot of a lot of the nurseries yep yep is that who you have uh, working on some cuttings I do for different people yes yes he does a really good job on that and we're uh, I've 
uh, probably when we get back in a couple of weeks, we'll be uh, touching base with him and getting some things in. And I need to check on Melissa's plants and some of my plants. I have some things that he's trying to grow out. Yeah, for us. Well, from from my so, mother-in-law's camellia that's right, so pretty. Right. We were trying that. I'm sure he's he's probably got those going now. It just takes a little while to get them up, so you can transplant them over. And absolutely, it does. Yeah. Well, I'm a little little in age now to be worrying about the transplant about six inches tall. Yeah. I, I want something about six feet tall now. I know, I know, for sure. Well, are you planning on adding any more camellias to your to your landscape? Or are you done? No, I am not done at all. I've never found a, a situation where I couldn't find another space for a camellia. Yeah. But I get, I get, I get I some mixed. Tall, I mess up all the, the – I don't allow landscape artists – on my place because I'm sure they would faint <laughs> if, if they saw tall things in front of short things. And just... Yeah, my, mine too. Well, you know, we just kind of experiment. And uh, I had a professional landscaper. I won't talk. I won't say the name out there one time. And according to that person, I won't even do. I won't even name whether it's a male or female. He wanted me to cut down about half of the stuff I had. Because it was blocking the the view of something else, I said, "Well, you can you can always look behind something." That's right. Just what, move a little closer. See, see what's back there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Did you run him him or her off the I, off the I, property? Uh, I didn't take their advice. Okay. Yeah. You just say didn't yes, chase sir, that, or yes, ma'am, and just keep you, right on. <laughs> appreciate you naming that plant. Tell me what it was, but no, thank you about cutting half of them down. Well, that's good. Carlton and David must be listening to the show. Morning, Carlton and David. Yeah, Carlton, the doorman, be. is there. Yeah, he is. Because David just texted me and said, it's a hybrid oak cross between two oaks. Good the, gracious. So All right. it's a hybrid cross. I, I'll have to see if we can find out a little bit more about yeah. if he knows which, which two, two oaks. oaks. Right. That's right. How about that? Well, yeah. I wonder, I, I do, and then have they survived and they're gorgeous. Um, there's one right behind David's house. Um, oh, okay. Well, you don't have to point it out to me. And then there's I'm one there. right down beside one of our greenhouses, which was not a good place to put it, but I put it there for shade. And then we decided to put a greenhouse there. So, oh, my goodness. I wonder how big it's going to get. I mean, live oaks. It's pretty huge right now. Hmm. Yeah. So does it, I wonder if it grows faster than, yes, than it, a live oak. Live oaks are pretty slow. Yeah, these are growing very fast. They grow very similar to um, willow oak, uh, uh, as far as the growth habit. So that's, the willow oak is is uh, I think we we have them planted yeah, out the one here. With the little thin leaves. The pen, yeah. Yeah, they aggravation to try to. They are hard to. Ooh. It's it's really hard to get the leaves up. It but is. it's a pretty straight, tall, yeah. massive tree that, that you, was the that one you come we had up to, with. Yeah, that's the one we had to cut over at the nursery, which was really sad. But um, if you've got a, like what it did, at some point the top got broken on that tree when it was really little and probably from the kids swinging over on it when they were young, some of the Campbell kids, but um, <clears throat> because they told me that they used to do that. But so what happened was it has had a cavity. And so there were a lot of limbs, I guess about 20 feet up, there were a lot of limbs coming out, and then there was that cavity. And so when it rained, water sat in that one oh, little place there, yeah. and, and um, it made made it 
start rotting out. And it took it a long time. It was over 100 years old, but still it was not a healthy tree from the beginning. So, But it, it did pretty good. If I can make it to 100, I'll say that's pretty good. Absolutely. <laughs> I saw, I, I guess it was an oak the other day that still had colored leaves on it. The, yeah. they are, the, some of the oak leaves, they always hang around longer than than most other trees. Uh, is it the beech that uh, we see? Yeah, the beech. The and, leaves that look almost beige and translucent mm-hmm. in, in the woods that are still kind yes. of hanging on. Yes, the ones yeah. at the house, oh my goodness, they they never turn loose till about. Yeah. Sometime they look in, really pretty in, sometime in, the, in, uh, February. in the landscape. But these, this, whatever it was, I drove by it a little faster than I probably should have. I was looking at it <laughs> instead of looking at the road, but yeah, really, uh, really interesting. More of the weekend gardener coming up here in WPTF nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. It's eight forty eight. You're listening to the longest running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're pretty sure that's right. <laughs> it's not in the books anywhere, but we're pretty sure that's right. That uh, we're, as far as we can tell, unless there's something in ink, maybe there's a something on the BBC that's been on longer, but I don't think so. They, well, I, I hereby proclaim it. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you you were uh, Secretary of State, and you can proclaim. Yeah. All day long. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it. I think it pretty much is. But anyway, we're real proud of a long history of gardening programming on WPTF, starting back in the well, starting actually back in the '30s with the Raleigh Garden Club, but uh, formally started a little show that was on every week with with John Harris, who was a professor at NC State, former Extension agent, and he uh, he. Ran that show until uh, 15 minutes, till 1985, and he would work with uh, the morning disc jockeys on Saturday morning. Back in the day, up until, I guess, the, the late 60s, early 70s, there were people like Charlie Getty and Bill Jackson, Wally Osley doing the morning show. And uh, by 1985, it had <laughs> the talent had dwindled considerably, and I was doing it. So I ended up doing the the show when when John John um, ended his tenure, and we started a new show called The Weekend Gardener. So we're at 36 years here in January for the Weekend Gardener, and 76 for the Tar Heel Weekend Gardener program. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, Rufus, what is, what is blooming in your landscape that you're, you're, you're always excited about? I, I love the winter sweet. I, I, I'm just so excited every year when that blooms. You like the Daphne, I, I know. That's not I, blooming yet. But. Uh, it's not blooming yet, but uh, I still have a number of camellias that are hanging on that uh, are sasaqua and it seems as though in each each camellia I have, there'll be a big burst in the in the in the beginning of a huge bloom or two, and the one I described to you on the show the other day was as big as a a softball. And I I think you thought I was exaggerating a little bit, but I I got a softball out, and doggone if it wasn't as big as that, and I meant to bring it in, and it it it, it weathered too much, uh, 
But you're not sure of the, the I'm variety. I'm not sure of the variety. That's the trouble about keeping names of yeah. things. You, you, you lose the label over the years, and I've never found a good way yet, even with good gardeners like Phil, to – you notice that she'll sometimes not know the name of one, right? And that's that's just a human frailty. I wonder if Lane would know if you sent a, a photo. If you took a yeah. photo and he probably sent it, would. Sent it He's to really Phil. good with that. Uh, Nelsa, Nelsa probably Nelsa. would. Yeah, she's. By the good way, Nelsa's father passed away. Yeah. Uh, this week, and I I wanted to send um, our best to uh, her family, uh, and I know this is a, a tough time, but uh, she's. Great friend of the show, a part of the show, uh, like a relative. All you folks are like relatives to me, and so it. Um, we are, are very sorry to to hear that, and uh, uh, Nelson will be back on the show soon, but uh, she would know. And yeah. uh, there, you know, there are a lot of the gardeners uh, who are on the program. Pam Beck could probably tell you. Well, we'll, so we'll we'll pass we, around a photo. We need to take a yeah. We need to get a photo of it. Then we'll figure it out. I, yeah. I have a couple of Japanese maples that have not shed their leaves yet. That's wow. amazing. I, yeah, that wow. is amazing. Yeah, it they, is. They're usually the, the one of the last to hold on. What's they get that, their color that, that uh, bright red one? What's the name of that? I don't know. There's so many varieties. The, it's the most common one of all. It has blood a, good? Uh, blood good. Yeah, blood that's, good. That's, blood that's good a large. Head. That's yeah. the, one of the largest varieties. It has not, not shed its leaf, all of its leaves wow. yet. Wow. And... Uh, I have. Uh, I, I noticed the other day that a quince bush is starting to bloom. Hmm. Well, it's probably not unusual not because it it's it's been yeah. relatively warm. And then so. I if if uh, what's the what's that formal name of the the blooming uh, apricot the Prunus oh, Prunus Mu- Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have one of those anymore. I've I've had a couple, and they, you know, they really don't live that long. No. But they're they're really, you can't beat the blooms. And I, I, gosh, I just love the fragrance. Yeah, I don't think anybody in my neighborhood, at least if they have one, that I haven't seen it bloom yet. So yours is starting to bloom. It's 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 about to that that stage. If if the weather were to stay like it is, I'm sure in three weeks I'll get some blooms. Do you have and more than one? It is enormous. It's one that Phil gave me. Do you have more than one? And it, it is no, I just have the one. Okay. And it's at least twenty five feet tall. Isn't that a little bit, a little bit tall for one of those? That's great if you got one. Ours, the one at the up at the corner that we had. Yeah. Um. It it was probably at least twenty, and it it died. Well, I think it well, had. So like it was too much trees. water. Yeah. yeah. Fruit trees just you know, they get. Boars, and they get uh, other 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 problems. Right. Hey, Ruth is in Graham, North Carolina. Ruth, good morning. Happy New Year. Well, good morning and happy New Year to you. Um, I just I'm not calling about a garden question. I'm old and I've been listening to your program <laughs> since. Good gracious. Anyway, they used to have a man coming on with our daily bread when we were getting ready to go to school. Yeah. In the morning. And we've been listening to you ever since. My mother was a real true fan, and uh, uh, people used to call in with recipes. And uh, well, that was a different show. That was Ask Your Neighbor. That's right. But didn't you know? No, we 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 kind of veer off the the road sometimes. We we're, we're always running. We need to get another driver probably because <laughs> <laughs> we we drive off the road and and uh, talk about and we did earlier this morning about uh, food. 
So yeah, just, yeah, and I've got a copy of uh, Bart Rittner's cookbook. You know, Bart, Charlie Gaddy, Mario O'Dell, all all oh, had yeah. uh, cookbooks. That's one thing I wanted to know, if you've got just a minute, is Mario O'Dell still uh, He's kicking. He's Hill? Yeah, he's doing fine as far as I know. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Yeah. I saw him on his 80th birthday, but I haven't well, uh, I haven't well, I haven't I'm seen Mario, but I haven't heard that he's sick or anything. So I'm sure he's well, fine. Good. That's good. But you know, I enjoy your program and uh, my mother used to watch. She'd call in once in a while and after I got married and, and uh, left her home, of course, I still listen. And every once in a while I say, "Oh, that's my mama calling in." Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? It's anyway, just one big happy family. You are, and I've enjoyed you all these years. Thank you. I just thank you for having a program that uh, people my age still enjoy listening to, and I appreciate that very much. Well, thank Mr. Curtis. I sure do. (laughs) Wonderful. And I I, I watched the last program of Tom Campbell's Spin or whatever. NC Spin. Well, you know, Ruth, I I was on, on that spin for years. We've got about 30 seconds. Since the very beginning, and it's such a tragedy that it's left. Yep. It is, it but is. you know there's a whole lot going on in the world now that's being replaced by things that uh, I don't even understand. So yeah. I just uh, <laughs> live in my memory. <laughs> well, don't even think about it then, Ruth. <laughs> Ruth, thank you. we got to go for the news, but thank you so much. What a wonderful thing to Thanks say to calling. us. Thanks for calling. Well, thank you, and I hope you all continue in good health. Thank, thank you very you much. Too. You too. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF.